I've got a very special guest. Uh, he is going to be the opponent for my good friend Dario Berdisian, December 1st. It's the Jamaican juggernaut Shaquille Finn. How's it going? I'm good, man. How's it going, man? Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for coming on. This is usually dangerous territory for some people. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard. <laughs> so we got a mutual friend in uh, Manny Montreal. Manny, uh, Manny's been on the podcast many times. He's like, you should have Shaq on. I said, hey, let's do it. Oh, no, for sure. Manny told me about you guys. And, like, you know, I've seen different stuff with, like, Dario and Manny and uh, Adam Braidwood and whatnot. And you guys look so good. Like, I mean, you look like a cool dude. So I was like, yeah, why not? Oh, I appreciate that. So December 1st, in my opinion, you've got the biggest fight of your career coming up for the uh, the IBF Intercontinental title or international title against Dario. Yeah. Yeah. Big fight. Um you know, I learned about it. I think uh, the two weeks before my uh, my October twentieth fight, I had October twentieth, and uh, yeah, I mean the, the fight was uh, offered to me and my team. And uh, at first, I was like, "Oh, it's kind of weird." I mean, like me and Daryl kind of cool. And then uh, I was like, "I mean, if uh, like fighters don't say no to fights, so uh, you know, I was like, whatever, whatever my team wants to do, I'll go with it." You know what I'm saying? So that was yeah. that. I, I get that. I respect that. Like you and Dario are you're you're friendly towards each other. You're former training partners. It's an interesting fight. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a good fight. We sparred in the past, like, but it wasn't. It was like a couple years back uh, when he first came down here uh, from Florida. Uh, we sparred like maybe like I think like three rounds or something like that. Nothing, nothing crazy. So it, it's not even you can't even tell what would happen in a fight because of that sparring. Uh, I mean, we're 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 cool, and it, it should be a should be an interesting fight. So give me a little bit of background on yourself. You have a you have a record of nineteen and two with thirteen knockouts. So you've been laying people stiff in the ring for a while yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, I got some. Uh, I mean, I like to think of my style is like a boxer puncher. So you know, I can I can box, but uh, I like to put put pressure on the guys and uh, break them down and and knock them out. Yeah, I, I've watched a few of your fights. You tend to hurt people a little bit. Yeah, just a bit, just a bit. That's where the name the name came in the juggernaut. So, so that's why. When I look at the fight between you and Dario, it's very interesting because, like you said, you are a puncher. And Dario's very slick. He, he's a finesse. Yes. He's a finesse type boxer, and he's a southpaw, so it's it's tricky. No, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I mean, like uh, uh, I fought like maybe like what three or four southpaws in my career, and none of them are like anything like uh, Dario. You know, I mean, uh, he's uh he's like exactly he's a tall, slick fighter. You know, he's not, he doesn't have the biggest pop, but people underestimate his pop because I think when he sits down his punches, I've seen him, like, you know, do some damage. So people like to underestimate him a little bit, and I'm not taking him lightly at all in terms of that. And, I mean, those are the type of guys that, like, that always kind of give me a little bit of problems is, like, the tall, slick guys. So, I mean, um, uh, it's going to be interesting. I've been training hard, and I, like, for, for, for a while now. So and we're getting some good guys in the gym to kind of emulate his style, too. So I hope he's doing the same. I like that. I when, now, Dario does have some pop, but yeah. he, he likes to set everything up. He's very pretty when he boxes. He's like he's got an ugly face, but he's very pretty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> it, it's going to be interesting because I believe Dario has the height and reach advantage on you, where you're going to have to cover yep. that distance, get inside, and try to stay inside with him. Where Dario's a fairly intelligent boxer, he's not going to want to sit in there with you for very long. I mean, like, uh, like I'm thinking this, like the smartest thing 
for like you know for me and him to do so for Dario to do is obviously to try and keep me on the outside. Yeah, I mean that's gonna have to be his game plan, uh, like and and his whole coach's game plan too, and mine's is to get inside. I mean like it's it's not a secret, you know like we know what we have to do and he knows what he has to do too, and it's like a, a typical matchup between boxer versus puncher, you know so uh, and it's, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be I, I think it's gonna be a really good fight. I think we're probably gonna steal this show for Friday night because we're we're gonna go at it. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it's gonna be good. Well, this the the event that you guys are fighting on is for Groupie Von Michelle, but it's a legit WBC World Title event. Yeah, but a huge it's opportunity. A great card. I mean, like um, we're gonna get to get showcase in front of a lot of good good people, Showtime, and uh, you know all that good stuff. Uh, Adonis fighting one of uh, the like uh, Alexander Vodzik. And I think Lomachenko is going to be in the crowd too. Like, I mean, a lot of good guys are going to be here, be there to notice us. And uh, there's a lot of title fights too. We're like, I think we're the first title fight on the on the show, and then there's like three other, four other title fights too. So it's going to be, it's a huge card, huge I, card. I think there's only one fight on that whole event that's not a title fight. Yeah, I think it's one or two fights. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, if we want to watch this fight, I'm in Saskatchewan, Canada. I'm. The groupie Von Michelle is not going to fly me in because I cause shit. Yeah. But if I want to watch it, how can I watch it? I'm thinking, I think they're going to play it. I think you can uh, get it like pay-per-view, I think. Okay, so. I I think they're doing the pay-per-view thing across Canada. And so, you can get it like on Indigo or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, sit at home and that's the best. The best seat really is from your couch, really. So. so here's what drives me nuts with this fight is we're putting on two of the best super middleweights in Canada. Between, yeah. uh, I consider Dario Canadian at this point. Yeah. But we're putting that fight on, and nobody knows. No, I hear you. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it, like, they're not even really promoting it like that. Like, uh, they're looking a little bit, but the card is big. They have a lot of good guys in the card, too. But I think, like, me and Dario's matchup is 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 better than a lot of guys on that card right now, too. I mean, like, you know, there's Michael Zuski is fighting, and he's fighting a guy, um, a guy who's been beat a couple times, whatever, and like, he's pretty good, too, the guy he's fighting. Bouchard is fighting a, another guy who's uh, Funaka or whatever it is, and Mariev is fighting for a, a world title. But, I mean, and Oscar Rivas is fighting for a, a title, too, but defending his title. But yeah. me and Dario's fight is, like, you know, between two Canadians. It sh- I think it should be the main, co-main event. And uh, I, I really feel like it should be, like, promoted a lot more, you know? Like, he's up and coming. We're pretty much, like, top prospects now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know, man. Like, boxing sometimes is like that. So. Well, there's a there's some serious implications for this fight. Whoever wins goes on is in the top 15 in the world. Yeah. Whoever loses goes back down to the bottom and has to start yeah. all over again. Pretty much. That's what I said. I said this is, like... It's not like a maker. It's not like a maker break fight, but it's really like you. If you get that, you're 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 there. You're there. Like I mean, like like you get that fight, and I mean you're right there with the, the best guys in the world, and and you can, your next fight can possibly be for a world title. You know, because yeah. you know if you're in the top fifteen, the IBF guy has to choose one of those those fifteen guys, and you're and you're there. You know what I'm saying? So if you lose, then it's like okay, you might be used as a guy who like okay, let me bring this guy in as an opponent for my guy who can uh. You know, for for another up and coming guy, you know, so you know, none of us wants to be that guy. We want to be the guy who's like ahead of it and being chosen to fight for a world title. So yeah, uh, it's a it's a big opportunity. So when I look at your record, nineteen and two, I like the two. 
Yeah. I like that. Because okay. you, you know what it's like to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's uh, like the losses, I feel like the losses are the thing that, that made me grow as a, as a boxer. Those two losses are insignificant, but they're significant in your mind. Yeah. Because, you know, like this time when you go out to this fight, you know what it's like to lose and you're not going to want to lose. So you're going to fight. Right. 100%. 100%. I, I like it. I like it when guys have a loss or two losses because it, they know what it's like to dig deep and come back. Oh yeah, I, 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 exactly. I've been I've been down before, and I mean like uh, like like you said with the losses and stuff. So I know exactly how it feels, and uh, I'm definitely not trying to feel feel that 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 same that same uh, feeling for this fight, you know. So I'm going out there, uh, guns blazing. Now, would I prefer to see Dario's record at a 17 and one before he fights you? Yes. I hear you, but. I don't really want him to lose that O, you know what I mean? No. No, no, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, um, I like me deep down, I would have rather like like me and Dario get built up to a point where like, yo, we're really like people really know because people know us, but they don't really know us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like where I feel like they know more me than they know Dario. So I mean like at the same time, I feel like if we were both built up to we both had a title and then we fought. That'd be really cool too, because then it would make it, it would make more sense. But this is just a type of fight. You, I guess sometimes you need to have in your career too. So it, it's, it's all good. It's gonna happen, man. Like, eventually, you guys were gonna have to fight. Eventually, eventually. I mean, like, uh, like I said to Manny too. I said, I mean, uh, like, I, I didn't expect it to happen so soon. But I, I mean, it is what it is. Like we're both super middleweights at the top, and we're doing pretty well. So same thing, like all the other super middleweights out there that's that are in Canada. I mean, like. I, I want, at some point we're all gonna we're gonna have to fight each other, right? So yeah, I would like Manny. I had him on last week. We talked about the fight. Dario wanted him to pick a side. He wouldn't yeah. do it. He told Dario to suck a dick. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I get it where he's coming from because you guys are both both in Montreal. You guys are both local fighters. He likes both of you guys. Now I know that yeah. he's invested in your career a, a hell of a lot more than he has in Dario's. Yeah, you guys are very close. Yeah. But uh, it, it's a tough spot, and he, he like he said, he'd rather you guys compete for a world title down the road somewhere. But uh, realistically, this is just as good. No, for sure. For sure. I mean, uh, and you never know. Whatever happens in this fight, like, obviously, I'm, I'm expecting to come up on top, just like how he's expecting to come up on top. And you never know if, if, it's, if it's a good fight and, uh, you know, and I, and I beat Dario up a little bit, and then we have a rematch down the line, you know. So you never know what, what can happen in these type of fights. So, um uh, it's, but it's, it's a good test for both of us. See, now it's tough for me. Like I'm close with Dario. I talk to him every day. But now I'll talk to you. You're a nice guy. I don't want to see you get punched in the face now. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the sport that we're in, man. That's the sport that we're in. It's, it's, it's bound to happen. It, it, it's very true. Now, I see your your vehicle has stopped. Oh, we're in traffic. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Hopefully, this holds out for a little while and you got an hour. Yeah. But, um, so... Break it down for me what Manny Montreal does for you because he seems to be very busy and and he's always at the Donnybrook gym taking photographs and 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 repping you hard. Uh, I mean Manny, Manny, he's just like since I turned since I turned pro, like he's pretty much been there and uh, you know he he tries to he tries to get me different sponsors and he's been working hard, you know, like helping us up at, at the gym and promoting the gym and you know promoting me on all of his stuff and. Uh, I mean, he's just a great guy. Just a great, great soul, man. Like, uh, 
people like to shit on him a little shit on him a little bit, but I, I honestly like Manny's a great guy, man. Great, great person. So did Manny ever tell you how him and I got on each other's radar? No. So um I'm friends with Steve Claggett. Okay. Steve Claggett sauntered over to Quebec and beat Ulysses and it was it was a controversial decision. I'll give it that. Yeah, it was yeah, close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Manny went on the social media tirade with counting punches and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. So I remember that. He did a video and he he begged for somebody to rebuttal him via video, so I did. Yeah. And basically, the only thing I could say was maybe Ulysses did win, maybe he did lose, but at the end of the day, there's three judges that are in each side of the ring. Very true. And they chose that decision. And there's nothing we can do about it now, so yeah. now we have to move on. Yeah. Let's do a rematch. Whatever. Who cares? I know Steve's down. But uh, then I got to know him. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. I like Manny a lot. He's been on the show a bunch of times, and uh, I'll... I'll be straight up. I'll say that boxing in Canada is very lucky to have somebody that's willing to go to those lengths. Oh yeah, for sure. To for sure, eat, for sure. eat ramen noodles and live in some weird basement or whatever the hell he's doing over there. <laughs> <laughs> but you're you're lucky too. You got a guy that's backing you right now. That uh, he's got a good he's got a good media presence and he's willing to go to to any length to to make you succeed, which is cool. No, for sure. He's a great person, man. Great guy. Now, I watched your last fight, and I was trying to get a little bit of a little bit of dirt on you from the last fight, and I was like, shit, this fight's only going one round. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was a southpaw. He was a southpaw. The thing was it was it was weird because we had a we had another guy before that. He was supposed to fight and it was like it was like a last week, a two week before switch. I was supposed to be fighting um uh ex world champ former world champion Manny Siaka. Okay. And uh, I guess he must have got cut in sparring, so uh, they couldn't bring him in. So then my guess, my manager's like, well, since you're fighting Dario, let's get a southpaw in, you know? Yeah. So I said, whatever, I don't care who you guys bring in, just bring in somebody because I still want to fight. So they brought in southpaw, and I, uh, you know, I seen, I was watching him, I saw he did, he, he's done a couple rounds with some, 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 some top guys. And uh, so then when that happened, I was like, oh, shit, okay, I'm not really getting any rounds in here, but it is what it is, you know? You got the win, you got the paycheck, you got to go home on skate. Ex I, I exactly, like exactly, like exactly. So did exactly. you know about the Dario fight before you jumped in the ring that night? Um, The thing is, it wasn't even like, uh, it wasn't a, like a thing that was officialized. It was just like, okay, they said like, oh, uh, Shaq, uh, how would you like to fight on December 1st? And I said, of course I want to fight on December 1st. Uh, he's like, oh, for a title. And I said, yeah. I'm like, um, like he's like, but... uh. Guess who your opponent would be? I was like, I don't know, man. Any, I don't care who to fight. I just want to fight. And I said, oh, we're we're thinking of getting Dario Bradishian. I'm like, oh shit, really? I'm like, Dario wants to fight me. I'm like, I thought. I'm like, I'm like, last time I spoke, Dario, Dario was talking about moving down to 160 or something like that. And then he's like, I'm like, well, then he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I think we're we're trying to make the fight. And uh, we spoke to his people, and that's what they're trying to do. I was like, oh, I mean, well, if Dario wants to fight, then I guess we got to fight. So that was it. And then uh, so I knew about it before, and then. And then we got the southpaw, and then, uh, yeah. So uh, that night, um, I was watching the fight, and then Manny texted me. He goes, yeah, Shaquille's fighting Dario. I said, what the fuck is going on? I didn't know about yeah. this because I just had uh, Dario on the podcast. He said he didn't yeah. have an opponent yet, and I was like, okay, well, let's figure it. Let's try to find out. And I was like, oh, no, it's Shaq. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a real fight, man. No, no, this is a this is a real. I mean, for 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 both of us. I mean, like, uh, 
like uh, we we like obviously like um, we we've been fighting guys to kind of build us up and stuff like that. So I mean now it's like okay, this is like a real big test for the both of us. So it's it's it's, it's gonna be good. This is like people people that tune into boxing and watch boxing. There's guys that show up to get beat. There's journeyman boxers and there's world champions. Yeah. So right now, in my opinion, we're pit- we're pitting two uncrowned world champions together in an intercontinental title fight, which is amazing. Which is yeah, it's it's great. It's great. And I do agree with you. It should be the co-main event on that card. I can't jump you ahead of Adonis Stevenson and, and no, 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 WBC world title. Of course, of course Re- not. Realistically, would I like to see Shaquille Finn versus Dario Berdician December twelfth as the main event? One hundred percent. Oh, that. Yeah, that, that would be great. I mean, we could have been headlining something, at least even a little casino show. Yeah. They could have they could have made us headlining a casino show, which would have been great too. But I mean, the the undercard of Adonis Stevenson is is it's a big and it's a big venue too. It's it's I don't know if you know the the Bell Center at yeah. all in Montreal. So it's almost as big as the Bell Center, but it's in Quebec City. Oh wow! So it's about the same. It's about the same type of venue, and it's a it's a great card, you know. And then we get to be noticed by a lot more people than just being at the casino. So it's a uh, I rather this, but I mean, like, obviously, a main event would have been cool too. Now, how old are you now? I'm. I just turned 28. So you're entering your prime years right at this. Point. Pretty much. I I started. I started a bit late too. I mean, I started boxing at like 21. Okay. I walked into a boxing gym and I just was like, you know, I want I wanted to do some training for football, and then I tried boxing, and it really helped me out. And you know, I got beat up in my first sparring, and I just I was like, okay, I'm sticking with boxing. Let me let me take it from here. So your first sporting your sport your first sport was football. Yeah, I played okay. football for like most of my life, and uh, I played many sports, but football was like my main sport. Okay. And then uh, I was looking for just like a different training. I heard that like you know some football players I was I played running back, so a lot of football players try to do stuff to open up their hips, and I was like, okay, I heard boxing is a good thing to move or footwork, whatever, and so I took it up, and it was really good. Okay, now here's my next question because you do not have a French accent at all. <laughs> nope. Do you nope. Speak I was French. I do. Okay. Uh, like I, I went to French. My mom put me in French school. I've been in French school like most of my life too. So I speak. Uh, je parle français très bien. <laughs> so you're obviously not from Quebec. I'm no, no. I'm. Uh, well, I'm not a. I'm not a Quebec. Well, I'm pretty much. I was born here. I was born in, in Montreal, Quebec. Okay. Uh, my my uh, my mom was born here, but her family and my dad was all born in Jamaica. So uh, and I've only been in Jamaica a couple of handful of times. But uh, yeah, so uh, I'm Jamaican, but I'm I'm born here in Montreal. But you've grown up your whole life in Montreal. I well, most of my life was here in Montreal. I moved to the states, moved back, moved to Toronto, moved back, like different stuff like that. I moved around a lot, but I was mostly here in Montreal. See, I was expecting to talk to a guy that's gonna have like a George St. Pierre thick accent, <laughs> not gonna be able to understand <laughs> shit, and then you come on here and you talk like a regular Canadian. <laughs> Not saying that French people aren't regular Canadians. I would be but... like, uh, thank you for having me on the final podcast. Yeah, uh... exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was expecting. But, no, uh, no, man. Like, I, I was raised, like, pretty much English, but I went to French school, you know? What other languages <laughs> do you speak? Just uh, English and French. Well, trying yeah. to learn some... I'm, I have an Armenian girlfriend. Trying to learn some Armenian for Armenian kids soon, so we'll see. She's in the vehicle, <laughs> right? She is. Okay, let's not <laughs> piss her off. There she is. <laughs> All right. So football was the first love. Then you got into boxing at 21 years old. Yeah. Is this your full time gig? 
pretty much, I mean, that and running the gym and, and I guess training, uh, I'm a per I do personal training too, like training clients and stuff like that. So, I mean, uh, yeah, so running the gym, my gym, Donnybrook, and, uh, and boxing, that's... Uh, that's your that's gym? Yeah, 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 Donnybrook Boxing Gym is me and my coach's gym. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope, man, I like that. Yeah, bro, yeah. See, I've been seeing Manny repping in all these Donnybrook, like, toques, and I'm like, where the hell can I get these? These are dope. Because I'm a hockey player. Okay. Like, I played high-level well, hockey so, growing up. So you know, you know what a Donnybrook is? Know all about Donnybrooks. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and then from hockey, I went into mixed martial arts and kickboxing. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I don't, I, and I'm like, okay, well, this guy, there's a gym named Donnybrook. Uh, I love yep. that. So we're going to gonna have to send you some gear. Where did uh, the name come from? Uh, so, well, you know, it's an Irish uh, an Irish name, right? Like Donnybrook yeah. is an Irish thing. So Ian, which Ian McKillop, which is my coach, and uh, our other our other partner that in the gym, they're both Irish guys. So uh, I didn't really have much say in the gym name because, you know, the Irish guys, they wanted to do their own thing. So I said, okay, cool. So uh, they, you know, they were looking for names and we have a, there's a street near our, that our street is on, on the gym street is on, it's on Brock Street. So they're trying to like do something with that too. So, and then they're like, okay, something Irish, you know, they're like, oh, Donnybrook. Donnybrook means kind of like a brawl or a fight or, you know, it has that, that, that term. So it kind of just rung with the gym. The name kind of had a nice ring to it too. So uh, just, just stuck to it. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to have to get some gear. I would love to rock it on the podcast. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. We have to send some up to you for sure. Because you know that this is being video recorded for YouTube, right? I didn't tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, watched, I watched Manny's uh, interview too, so I know. I've snuck up on some people. Uh, Steve Claggett, I snuck up on. I, I failed to mention that I was going to be on YouTube. He like, just rolled out of bed. His hair was all over the place. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the gym. You're a yep. part owner of the gym, which is amazing because now you have your own place to go. You can go there whenever you want. Exactly. So you and Dario are cut from two very different types of cloth. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. So he's over at Grandfather's Boxing. They, that kid can get whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah. You're over at Donnybrook Boxing grinding it out hard. And this is, Pretty much. This is your full-time gig. Yep. That's a very hard thing to do when you get into the sport at the age of 21. It's uh, it's tough, man. I mean, like, uh, and I mean, I took up the sport. I didn't have that much. Uh, well, I had, I had, I, I was amateur for three years, so about three years or so, and uh, I had about fifty fights. Yeah, give and take. I uh, didn't reach the like national level. I didn't go to nationals. I, I went to the Golden Gloves and would get third and stuff like that. So my style was always meant for like uh, the pros. Well, so I felt, and my coach was always saying to me too. Uh, and like, we always been like, we always been jumping around from gym to gym. So I, I, I trained at a gym called hard knocks mm -hmm. in Montreal. It's owned by uh Herbie wine. He's a guy who takes a lot of pictures and stuff for different uh, fights. And I went to the grand brothers gym and, you know, I was there for, for, for quite a bit. So me and my coach were kind of, we'd be, we bouncing back and forth from gym to gym. And then we found our own place and opened up our gym and, uh, just been there ever since. So 21 to 28, you've been in the, you've been training boxing for seven years. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I've been doing combat sports for 20. Oh, shit. And I can't get a fight. <laughs> 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 it might have something to do with this thing that's attached to the front of my face called a mouth. But uh, <laughs> uh, good for you, man. That's a that's a hard. It's very hard to do that, to be able to, to fuel a whole life off of, like, either running a gym and, and competing professionally. 
Oh yeah, I mean uh, it's uh, it, it is tough, you know. But um, you know, I got good people around me too. Yeah, and I'm trying to make smart uh, decisions too. Just trying to set myself up for a long run because a lot of boxers now too. It's like okay, oh, we make you make decent. We we're not making tons of money. We're making decent money right now, but nothing that you can live off of. So like that little money that you get, you kind of have to put it in little things so that you know you can be set up for later on. So I have good people around me that's showing me the right things to do with my cash. So it's it's uh, it's, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, and I know as a as a fighter, you got to cut weight. Yeah, which is like not a very cool thing, but yes. No, yeah. Do you live with your girlfriend? I do. Oh, I do. she must hate you at those times when you're when you're <laughs> dropping the weight. It gets nasty, bro. Um, I mean, you know what? Like uh, in the beginning, like it's something new, so she's not used to. It, but afterwards, like it's it's been a while now, so we, we've been together like four years. So it's like she knows like. You know, she's been there for, like, all the fights. So, it's, like, now she kind of... When I get home after, like, a little weight-cutting session, if I have to do a little bit more at the house, she'll help me out and shit like that. Like, she'll stay up and with me at night. So, she helps out a lot, too. So, she understands. She understands. Well, boxing... <laughs> boxing's not quite as nasty as mixed martial arts or anything like no. that. Where I've oh, cut no. 22 guys, pounds before. Oh, yeah. But, Those uh, guys cut, like, crazy amounts of weight the night before, which is... Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing that you stay fairly close to your fighting weight. That within I'm, 8 to 10. Yeah, like, I mean, you, it, it, it depends. I mean, like, uh, say, like, I have, like, a big time off from boxing, like, a good, like, month off from not doing anything, then I can gain, like, you know, I can gain, like, 50. I can be, like, 15 to 20 pounds over. Ooh. But once I start training camp, I'll be, like, right in that range, you know? So, like, once I start back in training, my body gets back used to it. So, I only have, like, you know, 10 pounds or so. So, everything's okay. So, after a fight, like, after your last fight, when did you go back to the gym? Uh, well, my, so I was forced to take a week off. I didn't okay. want to, because I'm like, I didn't, uh, my coach always wants me to take a little bit of break. He never wants me to go like right back into stuff. He's, he knows all about the stuff, all about the sports. I always listen to what he, what he has to say, you know? So, uh, I want to st get right back into the gym on the Monday. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, no, no, take a week off and then we'll start back uh, the week after. So pretty much I took a week off and uh, started back afterwards. Well, that's not as bad as some guys I know that go back two months later or a month later. No, well, I knew, I knew that I had a huge a huge fight against Dario. So, you know, I didn't take any damage from the last fight in October, October 20th. So it was like, okay, we'll just take that week off and get back into the gym, start sparring the week after. So I'm starting sparring next week. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so that's it, man. So uh, me personally, if I fight on a Saturday, I want to be in the gym on the Monday, even if I'm just sitting there. Yeah. I like, yeah. I like a routine because I'm notoriously a lazy person. No, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I, I, like I, mean, to, I like to keep the routine going because if I don't, then I fall off the wagon and then it's over. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, uh, with me, like, because I'm, I'm always in the gym. I pretty much yeah. live at my gym, right? So, I mean, so I was in the gym teaching my classes in the uh, Monday, Monday night. So, I, I'm in the gym pretty much every day. So, I mean, like, it's hard for me to kind of get off track. So, uh I'll still be taking a break, but I just won't. I'll I'll be in the gym, so I'm around the boxing, I'm around the smell of it, the you know everything. So it's good. So break me down a regular day in your life. Like, what are you doing? Um. So yeah. So waking up. Uh, either I'll have a strength conditioning in the morning before I go do my my regular training with my coach Ian, or uh, or I'll go straight to the gym. Uh, do a little bit. Maybe either do a run, and then start my training. I train, I eat, uh, go home, come back to the gym, do my class, maybe do a run at night, 
or go back home, go to sleep, wake up, same thing. Same difference. So you're a three three times a day usually. Uh, I mean, not three, like like two, like two, two. like two, like two, like a training and a strength conditioning, maybe two two times, three times a week with a strength conditioning, and then a couple runs a week too. So I'll probably run about like four four to five times a week. Okay, so I'm I'm up at five. I do my my running in the morning. It's first thing. Nice. I drink a glass of water. I'm I'm out the door. Then I'm at the gym before work because I got to do all this nonsense before work. Yeah. I go to work for eight hours, and then from seven to nine, I'm at the boxing gym. Nice. But uh, yeah, I, if I don't do it twice a day, I don't feel right. I hear you. I hear you. But if I, I don't like it, the one in the morning, I like the best because it kind of like, if I don't do something in the morning, two o'clock in the afternoon comes around, I want to have a nap. I hear you. <laughs> Weird, right? Like, you go bust your ass in the morning for a couple hours, but yeah, and you think you'd be tired, but it actually gives you energy. And but if you don't do it, you're getting tired in the afternoon. You want to have a little nap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you, you get all those endorphins, right? So they always yeah. always pumps you up, and you're full of adrenaline. That's why, like, when I train at nighttime, sometimes it's the worst because then I can't go to sleep. So I try <laughs> exactly. to like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I have a problem with my nose where I can't breathe out of it very well because it's been busted a few times. I got okay. really light coming in here. But sometimes I have to take ephedrine to, to clean out the nasal cavity. Yeah, yeah. And if I take that at night, I'm up until 3. Oh, just shit. Buzzing around like a crazy person. Jeez. But then, but then you have to wake back up at 5 o'clock. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Though. It's nuts. <laughs> so, uh, on a personal life standpoint, you have a girlfriend. You live with your girlfriend. You have children. Uh, no children. No, no children. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, well, later yeah. on, later on. Yeah. Later on, when everything kind of gets set, uh, uh, my girlfriend's like she's a little bit older than I am. Okay. So, uh, obviously, like you know, she wants kids sooner than you know than than later. Uh, but I told her, you know, like when when the time is right, everything will happen. So. You yeah. never, you never ask a lady her age. She looks twenty five to me, so that's what we're going with. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys have a lot of sporting events that go on in that in that city over there, Quebec, Montreal, and stuff like that? Between the Montreal Canadiens, you guys have junior hockey. You have a yeah. football team. I believe yeah. you have a you have an MLS team. You have all yeah. these things that are going on, along. With I the Tiger management and their giant shows that they put on sometimes twice a month. You yeah. guys had the gym. There's a lot of stuff going on over there. I yeah, we're pro- we got a lot of sports, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah. So it's, when uh, it, it, like so many, it's yeah, you're right. It's crazy. So when I when I see a population like that with. All these kind of sporting events that are going on, like we're going to have different kind of sectors of people that like the Canadians, that like the MLS team, that like the Alouettes, that like all these things. But it seems that all the shows for boxing are usually very close to being sold out. Yeah, I mean, because like, like I feel like Montreal and Quebec is like we're like a fighting city, like a fighting town. Like everybody, we we they like to see fights. Like the casino shows are. It's not a big venue to casino at all. But usually, like it's it's always sold out. Uh, the any kind of boxing event we have, the Bell Center, all these Videotron Center, like we have some pretty popular guys. Like even if it's just locally, like the guys like once it when people when they people when uh, fighting fans like you, when fans like you, mm-hmm. they will support. So that's what I've seen. Like a lot of people who like me, I don't even know them. Then I see a casino, they're like, oh yeah, I've been following you. 
and I come to every one of your fights. I'm like, I don't even know who this person is, but I still thank them. And like, that's how they, they, they just follow you. It doesn't matter win or lose. I mean, that's usually once they, once they love you, that's, they, they'll stick with you, right? I've had some interactions with some of the Quebec fighters over the last little while. Um, Simon yeah. Keane being the main one. Yeah, he doesn't like me very much. That's fine. No, that's I, I... <laughs> <laughs> all good. Yeah. But uh, he's very popular in Quebec. He's uh, he's a popular guy. I mean, um, like uh, like big. I mean, he's a heavyweight. Yeah, heavyweight, big heavyweight. You know, good looking dude. Looks like Clark Kent. Right. Um, has a Clark Kent look. You know, good body, everything. So I mean, like he's he's gonna be a popular guy. You know, so. Uh, French white Quebecois guy, so he's definitely gonna be popular around here. So that's how that's how it works around here. The other one I've dealt with was uh, Steve Bossy. Okay, uh, Steve Boss. I mean, he played hockey, so he's uh he's already like he has that. He played hockey for a while, like uh, semi pro hockey, and then yeah. I think he went to MMA. Yeah. So he fought in MMA for a couple of years. He even made it to UFC. Yeah. And then he uh you know decided to box, even though he he wasn't really a boxer. He came, he boxed, and like he sold a casino almost on his own once. So. Um, Steve's a big that, name in Quebec. Like coming over, like hockey's a big deal in Canada. Yeah, especially when you're a tough guy. Oh, huge! He was he was he was one of those uh, what do they call them? The, the fighters, right? So uh, yeah, yeah, enforcer yeah, yeah. for his team. That's an enforcer. And uh, if you if anybody ever wants to go look up Steve Bossy fights online, you'll find some hockey fights on YouTube. And yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I've watched a couple. They're they're they're, <laughs> they're yeah, crazy, so, crazy. Steve Bossy, he fought a uh, a Mexican fella, and then he wanted to fight Jean Pascal. Yeah, I thought that was a terrible idea. That's I thought that Steve should fight me, <laughs> and uh, he didn't want to do that. He ended up blocking me on Instagram. That's fine. But, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we did some videos and stuff like that. He didn't find it funny. Okay, it's all good. But uh, the, he went over and and he fought one of the best products that Canada has put out. Ever in the sport yeah. of boxing, yeah, I don't know how you get that sanctioned. I I didn't I I don't either. I mean, I guess because of the whole McGregor, the same thing with McGregor Mayweather, right? Like, how do you even get how does that even get sanctioned, right? For so, how do you sell that know. though? You can't even sell it with that argument because you're taking the best guy in MMA, yeah, and putting him against the best guy in yeah. boxing. And where... then for us, it's not even like a. It's it was like I I said it was like the poor man's. Uh, McGregor Mayweather type of thing. I mean, like, Bossy wasn't even at the top in MMA, right? So, and Pascal was pretty much retired, and he said he's going to come back and fight uh, Bossy, which I don't know, kind of weird, but well, we've had it these, made it happen. We've had these matchups going on, and uh, so Dakota Boxing in Calgary did the same thing where they took an MMA champion in Jesse Arnett, okay, and pitted him against a boxing journeyman. And uh, Brian Samuel. Okay. How did that turn out? The MMA guy won. Really? Yes. It was very, it was very weird. Okay. Because uh, you you watched the Mayweather one where Mayweather... Listen, Connor did well. Yeah, he did well. But, I mean, like, Mayweather, I feel like, you know, he just did what he had to do. And... Eight rounds is eight rounds to me. Yeah, I hear you. I hear and you. then we go and we see... Jean Pascal do the same thing to Steve Bossy. Yeah. Where I it was it was more prevalent to me in that fight that Jean Pascal was goofing around. No, he, he was definitely goofing around. You can <laughs> tell like just the things he was doing, like he would throw like bolo punches and 
yeah. a whole bunch of different kind of stuff. So he was definitely just like, you know, I feel like he probably could have stopped the fight any time he wanted to stop it. But Round he one. was trying to have fun with it a little bit. Round one. Yeah. But you know what that fight did for Jean Pascal on box rec? No. Gave him 144 points. No. Moved him to number one. At um, cruiserweight, right? At cruiserweight. Number yeah. one at cruiserweight on box rack with one cruiserweight fight. Oh, that's crazy. But box rack is full of shit, though. <laughs> it, <laughs> is. it is. Box rack is full of shit. I don't care what anybody says. Like that's. It's like it's, it's cool in the beginning when I first first turned pro. It's like, oh, I'm on box rack. Okay, yeah, I'm ranked this and that. But it's not. It's a it's a weird system. And I mean, I just I would just go with the others. Like the I won't go box rack. I'll go with like. Uh, the actual world rankings. Like, okay, I'll check the WBC stuff. I'll check the IBF stuff. I'll check the North American stuff. So where I'm ranked yeah. there, you know, like box rec is like whatever, you know? Well, I like box rec because it gives me information. Yeah. Where I can look at your whole record. I can yeah. see like the guys you fought. I can go and I can look. That's why I like it. I hate yeah, the point can, system. Yeah. Yeah. You can see who, like my the guy I fought and you can see the guys he's fought to, to see if he made any uh, one sec sorry hit it okay yeah so you can see uh you know you can see who the guy i fought you can see all the opponents he fought see who beat him and different kinds of like so it's, it's good that way too yeah it, it's good because like now i go and i can write oh shaquille finn okay he's fought this guy this guy this guy okay let's go to youtube and watch watch Shaq beat these dudes up yeah now i did talk to Manny. this might be a touchy subject for you so if you don't want to talk about it then we don't have to Okay. You, know, you fought an Argentinian gentleman. Yeah. And uh, from what I understand, he wasn't able to leave the country for a year. He got, oh. Uh, he, he got hurt bad. Oh, yes, yes. So it was the, yes, 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 yes. What happened? Mexican. Mexican guy, right? Mexican. Was it a Mexican fella? Yeah, it was a Mexican guy. Okay. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Uh, So that was my fight. I, I think I fought, yeah, I fought in Toronto. Yeah, and they brought in a guy, whatever. In Toronto, you know, it's like the uh, same day weigh-in rules, right? So they have same day weigh-in. So we fought a little heavier. We didn't fight at super middleweight. We fought at light heavyweight. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he looked fine to weigh and stuff too. And I, I don't, I don't know. I think the ref in that fight just did. He didn't do his job. Uh, like I think, like it was a seventh, seventh round. I dropped him really hard twice, and uh, going into the eighth. I dropped him another two times, but the ref came on getting him back up, and the ref finally stopped at the third knockdown. And it, I was like, I, my coach was yelling from the corner to stop the fight. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, then we see him go back to his stool, and he, like, kind of, like, slumps in the corner a little bit, you know, and they rush him to the hospital. Thank God there's a hospital next to the hotel where we fought, and uh, they said he had a brain bleed. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, they said he had a brain hemorrhage, and, uh, he, we thought that he would have been going home maybe after a week of being in the hospital. This guy spent basically like a good month, you know, a month and a bit. And we had to like raise funds and we started like a GoFundMe. And yeah, even Lennox Lewis went down to go see him. All different kind of people want to go see him and stuff. And because of that fight, the WBC at, at, at one point banned their, them going to Toronto and doing fights in Toronto yeah, or in, in Ontario. That was yeah. the reason. That was my, that was the reason because of my fight. Wow. Yeah. And this guy, he's all good now, though. I well, he's never gonna fight again. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but I mean, like he he's apparently he's good. I I, I checked up on him like maybe sometime last year. Yeah. I messaged his, the coach that they had for him down here. He's like, yeah, he's very good, and his family's okay. And uh, 
you know, he's doing okay. So that's 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 what matters, right? That's a good thing. I, I like that because uh, over the last little while, we've had some deaths in can- in Canada with uh, when it comes to I, boxing, man. It, yeah, some 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 bad some bad ones, man. It's it's tragic. Tim Hag he passed. Uh, yeah. In in his fight, um, David Whittem. Yeah, he yeah, uh, yeah. that guy was in the hospital forever in a coma. I know, man. And my my coach was actually at that fight where uh, you know uh, David Whittem fought against uh, it was Gary Copas, I think. Yeah, yeah. So my coach was actually at that fight, and he was speaking to uh, David Whittem after the fight, and uh, he seemed pretty. He seemed okay, and it was just going home. I guess he must have like uh, it just happened. You know, he fell asleep or something like that, and didn't wake yeah. up. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I was at the Tim Hag fight. Tim Hag fell and hit the canvas three feet in front of my face. Oh my god! And uh, I'm very close with Adam, and that that one was rough. But yeah. I every day every day I go into the gym because I have I have young kids that I coach at the gym, and they're they're coming up. It's competition season now for amateur boxing, yeah. and I try to make it very clear to them that you don't play this sport. Oh no no no. That's a hundred. Like I, I already hate when people say, "Yo, when's your next game?" I'm like, "Yo, boxing's not a game. It's not a game. I can't play boxing." You know what I'm saying? Like you, this is a real, this is a real fight. You know, like uh, anything can happen. You know, like knock on wood, like any, like people die. You know what I'm saying? So, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's as real as it gets. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There, this isn't tennis where you lose a match because we call boxing matches sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You lose a match and you go home, you dust yourself off and you pick yourself up and you go back out and you start batting that ball around again. Yeah. You lose a match in the wrong way in boxing, it's over. Oh, that, oh yeah, that it, it's over and it can, it can uh, for a lot of guys, you know, you go home, you have a little bumps and bruises, but for some other guys, they're in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? So, or even worse. These little bumps so, and uh, bruises on your face though, Shaq, they all take an effect on your brain at the end 100%. of the day. Every time you get hit, it's another tick. Yeah, tick, that's what I always. I, yeah, I always say to people like um, they're like uh, somebody like like how you have your amateur guys. I have a couple of amateur guys too, and like a lot of these young guys going, they're like, "Shock, we want to spar every, we want to spar all the time, we want to spar every day." I'm like, "You can't spar every day." Like I was like that too, but I mean like, I mean like it's like a rock. Like you're chipping at a rock, like you said, you're chipping at a rock until there's nothing left. You can't chip anymore, right? So I mean like, you don't want to be sparring all the time. You're still taking blows to the head. Doesn't matter if you have headgear or not. I mean, you're still taking blows to the head. So, I mean, at least, you know, save your save your health for, like, you know, when you're actually getting to real fights. So, work on yeah. little things. Work on other things. Work on, uh, okay, this today, we won't do, we'll do some technical sparring. You'll just slip the jab and, okay, counter with this. And that's the only thing you're going to be doing for this today. And then, uh, then you'll be okay. You'll have your hard sparring days. But you'll have that, like, maybe, like, once or twice a week. It doesn't have to be every every single day right so we yeah, have, that's what I'm trying to teach those guys. We have different types of sparring. We even have sparring where we don't hit. Yeah, yeah, footwork yeah. sparring or, or stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, I agree. Like we come up into into competition season to get the guys going a little bit. We do it a couple times a week. Yeah, but we don't spar hard. I can't spar hard. Yeah, I'm from back. Like my face is a mess. I hear you. Like coming up, like I I went out to Victoria, BC, and I went to a gym, Zuma Martial Arts. It's one of the best gyms in Canada. Yeah, for, for MMA. But I got my ass kicked for a decade. Yeah. And now that I look back, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I wouldn't be where I am now without that. But would I remember to put my underwear in the underwear drawer? Yeah, I hear you. You know what I'm saying? 
sparring sparring is it, it can be technical and I, i'm not mad at hard sparring though like if it happens it happens man. no for sure for sure like i mean like i've i've been through wars in the gym but it, it can't be like every 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 day you have to have your limits you know like uh me already like you know we'll do for my training camps will be like either two times a week sometimes three but the third day will be like more of a technical sparring day so yeah. we'll have two two sparrings where it's like yo we're going at it and then the other day will be like okay we're moving around we're working on little things so yeah now here's a question for you because i'm kind of an asshole when it comes to sparring and i'll go as hard as the other guy yeah but if i get cracked i'm gonna pop off yeah now, have you ever been caught in the situation where you're going with a guy that's not quite as good as you, but he he's trying to kill you? I, it's, it's it's happened a couple of times with some of the guys. Like I'd be like, oh, Shaq, like Shaq, can we spar or whatever? I'm like, yeah, come in, whatever. I don't mind. I'll be after classes. A couple of kids want to spar me, or even like grown guys want to spar. I'm like, yeah, why not? So I'm like, I'm. They're like, okay, yo, what what are, we, what are we gonna do? I say, yo, I kind of go at you guys' pace. Yeah, I'm here to help you guys, whether or not. So these guys start swinging. So I'm like, what are you guys trying to prove? So, you know, it happened a couple of times where I had to drop a couple of kids with a body shot or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, slow them down a little bit, you know, like. <laughs> so uh, that's generally I'll go to the body. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're bigger than me. <laughs> and then I'm going to your face. I hear you. I hear you. I, a little while ago, uh, I was sparring with a guy. I won't say his name. I don't know if he listens to the show. or Actually, I don't actually give a fuck if he does anyway. Nice okay. guy. But I, but he he'd been begging me to spar for a month. Okay. Can we, and I'm like, fuck, man, no. Like, you know what's gonna happen? Because this guy he's this guy is Shrek strong, man. Like he's yeah. the strongest dude I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But he doesn't know it. Like strong, like like physically strong, like a like a strong man strong, or like he actually punches hard and stuff too. Like oh, he punches hard. Okay, 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 like, okay. So we start off thirty seconds and we're moving around. I'm pity patting and and then wham what the fuck was that oh shit so i i turned it up a little bit i had three punches land wop 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 and just boom all right i can't take another one of these yeah because that time i seen stars and i oh i had my guard up he hit my gloves shit and we're talking 16 ounce gloves no i hear you so I threw one, two, three, and the three caught him in the beak and broke his nose. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was like, fuck this, I'm done. I don't want to do it no more. I'm not tapping out, but I'm gonna I'm gonna end it. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been caught in that situation. I know that it's happened to a lot of guys. Yeah, I mean like uh like on that, like where I had like it's mostly I try to just like cool them off by like, usually guys don't like it to the body. So even if they're big, I because especially guys who are not that experienced, I don't want to hit them, crack them in the head too, too hard. I will if it's really, like, they're trying, if they're really getting me heated. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think I've been into a situation where, like, I've been that mad to, like, really, you know, crack a guy in the head and be like, okay, yo, relax, you know? But, like, more in the body, like, yo, cool him off a little bit. Yeah. I hit him to the body, then they're like, okay, shit. And I hit him again, and then they drop him. Okay, all right, guys, relax. And I'm okay, we're good, we're good. <laughs> so a long time ago, I used to get verbal about it where I'd say, okay, like, do you want, is this what you want to do? Do you want to have a fist fight? Yeah. Okay, let's and then they would go and tell their friends, Oh, that fucking Tanner guy's a bitch, he doesn't want to go hard. Well, fuck, yeah, I don't care, bro. <laughs> yeah, you want to do it, we'll do it. I don't care. But <laughs> it, it's funny when I, I've been in some really good gyms, and then you see the, the green guys come in and they spar with the pros, and it's just it's on, yeah. 
and then it's just five, six, seven, eight punches to the body, and there's bodies laying all over the place on yeah. the floor. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting. It's, like when I, it's interesting it's, to yeah. talk to a guy like you because you're a nice guy. Yeah. You're, I'm, I'm a, a dick. I'm a, oh. <laughs> I'm a real asshole. Okay. But but you're a gener- you're a nice dude. You're a smiley dude. You don't cuss a lot. I do. I'm a piece <laughs> of shit. That's fine. But talking to a general nice guy like you, and uh, and you don't fucking mollywop anybody for that, which is cool. Yeah, and I respect that. You're just I a mean, nice. That- you're a nice guy, Shaq. You're smiley. <laughs> I mean, that's how that's how it was raised. I don't know, man. Like I've always been like this, and. Uh... I mean, like, even, like, everybody says, like, yo, Shaq, it's so, it's so hard to, like, I never really seen you pissed or it's hard to piss you off or, like, Ian is always trying to get me, he's like, you need to get more mean and all different kinds of stuff like that. So, I yeah. mean, like, I mean, I'm, I'm mean when I have to be, you know, like, uh, when I'm in the ring, obviously, I'm a different person. Like, like, Manny says, I have two different personalities. Like, okay, right now, you're talking to Shaq. And he's like, okay, in the ring, there's a juggernaut, you know, so stuff yeah. like that. Like, he'll be like, I switch, there's a switch, so. I like That's the switch. I, I talk to yeah. my guys about the switch all the time. Like you got to be able to turn it on and turn it off. Yeah, exactly. You, exactly. you have a very good system for doing that. I think. Yes. Next topic. I want to talk to you about is something Manny told me and it drives me absolutely insane that you're a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I, I knew this was coming up, but I was like, Hey, for sure. He's going to mention a vegan thing, you know? Um, so uh, it's been, it's actually been a year now about a year uh so i did i made a switch last year and i was like uh it was more so i watched this documentary it was a fucking documentary on netflix i'm pretty sure you've seen it before or heard of it it's called uh what's called again what the health okay Uh, yeah i've seen that it's on it's on and on netflix and um you know like me i was like i used to eat everything everything anything i i like shit like people can bring me i bring my mom called me like the garbage disposal i'll finish people's plates I'll eat everything. Like, honestly, like, you can't leave food around me type of thing. And, um, and I watched the documentary, and I was trying to... I was having trouble with some weight cuts and stuff, and uh, it was getting a little bit tough. Like, shit, uh, I need to do something. You know, I was thinking about hiring nutritionists, all different kinds of things. So, and then I watched a documentary called What the Health. Yeah. And, um, and I uh, kind of changed my view on, like, you know, on eating meat and drinking milk and different stuff like that. And okay. so I went to my fridge took my milk threw it in the sink gave all my meat to my mom the same day after i watched the thing i'm okay i'm, I'm like yo i'm doing it i'm going vegan i didn't i'm like fuck going vegetarian first i'm going straight vegan no no animal products at all no milk no cheese no eggs no fish wow. none of that shit you so don't I said, wear okay, it I'm, either huh you don't wear leather nothing so so that's the thing it's me i, I i'm um i say i'm a plant-based athlete so i'm i, okay. I eat plant-based diet i have a plant-based diet but totally vegan, I still, I have, like, man, I got a lot of shoes, man. I got a lot of Jordans. I got a lot of, I mean, so, like, a lot of things are, like, you know, there's a little bit of leather on it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't wear, like, fur, like, crazy or, ja- like, leather jackets. I mean, but I, I'm more of, like, you know, it's more for my health. Okay. Obviously, I'm conscious about what's going on with the animals and stuff like that, but it's really more for my health. And um, I'm not, like, an activist and, like, this kind of thing like that. Like, yeah. I'm more, like, yo, and peace and love and all that stuff. Like, I'm really health-wise... I'm a health wise. I'm I'm a vegan, like a plant based, uh, and only that. That's all I eat. And you feel better physically. Oh, hundred percent. Okay, hundred percent. I feel better. I feel like now because I feel like it took a little bit, a little bit of time for my body to adjust. Yeah. I th- feel like now my body's adjusted, and I feel great. I feel great every day. 
especially the first the first couple months I was doing, I was like, wow, like I, I go to sleep, I wake up, like everything was on on a good good note, you know. So, nah, but now I feel great, and I see, I feel like now I'm at, actually at my strongest. So I feel uh, that I've ever been. So I feel really good. So this is interesting to me because I'm on a different spectrum of that, where I don't enjoy buying meat from the grocery store. Okay. I'm a hunter. Okay. So mostly what's in my freezer is right now is Something deer. I've, yeah. I've went out and harvested it myself. I've butchered it myself. I've got it. I know where it comes from. Okay. So when you say that you watched that documentary, what bugged you the most? Was it the way that the meat was being processed and the way that the animals were being treated? I mean, like, see, it, it was, yeah, because I feel like, um, like, you see, like, I feel like, okay, people have a dog. I have a, people, I, like, I don't have a dog, but my girlfriend has a dog. My girlfriend has a dog at her house, right? So she has, a, her parents have a dog. And um, people have pets. I mean, like, you could have a pet pig. You could have a pet, you know, so, but then, like, if, if I shoot a dog or if I cook it, like, if I cut a dog's head off and, like, whatever, you know, boil it, whatever, then I'm, 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 I'm considered fucking crazy, right? Like, uh, or, like, oh, oh, my God, that's, that's, you can't do that. It's a, it's a dog. Yeah. But like, you know, it's a pig. It's the same shit. So it's it's still an animal, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't see like unless you're in China or whatever. Like, then you see people like, going around killing dogs and shit. But I mean, like, you don't see people walk around their dogs all the time around here. Or walk around, they have cats at home and they don't be eating them and stuff. So it's the same thing for these kind of animals. But the thing that bothered me the most is like, you know, like a lot of these meats cause cancer shit. So I mean, like, or or other kind of health problems and stuff are caused for meat. Like, I mean, you you won't really see, like, somebody who, like, is eating, like, more, like, more plants <laughs> or that who have, like, a lot of, like, high cholesterols or, like, this and that, yeah, you know? Yeah. So maybe they're missing some vitamins that they don't get from, that you get from meat and whatnot. But I feel like, I just feel like it's a better way of living and a better, you know, there's obviously evils in both. Like, you know, I mean, like, uh, you know, we're eating all these plants, but we're, we're taking away from different stuff, too. So I just, there's, there's, there's just a little bit of, I just feel it's a lesser evil. I respect that. I, I listen. I don't get mad at anybody that decides yeah. to eat a plant. Uh, that's a personal decision, and I would never press meat on anybody that didn't want to eat it. Or, or I, I, I'm I the expect same the way. same thing from a from a vegetarian or a vegan, right? I'm the same way, man. It's same a, way. I find it very interesting as to why the these switches happen. Yeah, and and I respect it, but like, um, I don't drink milk. I think it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. do it. It's gross. I hear you. Uh, I, I like eggs. Yeah. I, I like fish. I like, uh, I've been eating deer for the last month. <laughs> right. it, it's different. Yeah. Like if I go down to the grocery store and I buy a, a T-bone steak. Okay, cool. But the, there's something to be said about actually going out and, and gathering it yourself. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a lot of fucking work, bro. Oh, for sure. Now th sure. this deer that I put in my in my freezer this year, I didn't get with a rifle. I got it with a bow. Oh shit! Took me three weeks. Damn. Yeah. That's so, crazy. So that when when we when we go hunting, there's different tags that you can buy. So that I have a bow and I have a rifle, and I try to do this the most humane way possible. Yeah. Like I will. I get. I like. I like the element of fair chase. Yeah. And I think that the animals deserve that kind of respect too, like where we can't put out a bucket of feed and say, okay, come over here. You can go find them. Yeah. Go work for it. But 
I don't I don't like it when I when I see some of these guys and they wing them in the arsend or something like that. Yeah. And then they're tracking them for two days because they're hurt, right? They, okay, yeah. well now you've wrong you've wronged that. Right. And realistically, when you've wronged that animal in that way, there's a thing called adrenaline. Yeah. And it rushes blood through your system. And you know what that does to the meat? No. It wrecks it. Okay. Because all the endorphins are, are it, it's rushed so much blood into the meat that it's, it's basically like me punching you in the eye and you get a bruise and then I want to eat your cheek. Oh, uh, You know I what see. I'm saying? It's, I see. It's I like see, that. I see. But yeah, the element of fair chase, the element of, of doing it humanely, they, they need to be taken into effect. Right? Yeah. And when you put a cow into one of those vices and yeah. you squeeze, I, I don't know if you've seen these videos on I, Instagram. They I squeeze them, them, they flip them upside down. Like, yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. No, thank you, yeah. sir. Yeah. I'll I pass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or or yeah. these ducks that they, they put a funnel in their mouth and they force feed them all this food. Like, that's just yeah. craziness. Yeah. Or they have them all cooped up in the same, you know, all in the same like, little truck, whatever, all together and all sick and all. Anyways, yeah. 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 Listen, Shaq, I know you, you're probably parked in the mall parking lot right now wanting I to am. go in and buy your shorts, and I'm, I'm driving <laughs> you nuts. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. I just, I just want my, The only thing is I just don't want my phone to die on you. Well, That's okay, well, thing. let's wrap this thing up. We've been almost doing it for an hour. Okay. Now, you're a high-level performing athlete in boxing. Do you have sponsors you want to thank right now? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm still looking for sponsors. I'm trying to get okay. all my vegan guys to get me get me some sponsors. So I mean, right now I'm not really I don't really have any big sponsors. I mean, I mean Manny Montreal is like my biggest guy. So shout out to Manny Montreal. Uh, right. shout, out, shout out to my gym, Donnie Brook, and uh, you know, like uh, shout out for everybody who's just been helping me out in my career. I will shout out today, Meaty Vegan. Okay. Because I have a gentleman that has a plant based diet on the show right now. Sponsor okay. him. Yes. Sponsor yes. Shaq. Holla at me, man. Holla at me. I'm guessing you like hot sauce, and that's not a racist thing. <laughs> I I love hot sauce, man. I love hot sauce. Me too. Meaty V. Uh, I love I, I love hot best. sauce. And I love grape juice too. <laughs> Uh, well, meaty vegan makes some of the best hot sauce of all time, guys. Sponsor okay. Shaq. I'm gonna hit yeah, him up hold for on you. me, man. I'm a, you want to help me do that. my sponsors? Yeah. You want to help me? Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. The podcast today was brought to you by On It. You know what On It is? No. Joe Rogan owns On It. Okay. So if you guys go to www.onit.com forward slash tfs podcast. Make some purchases. Get some new mood. Do you know what new mood is, Shaq? I have no idea what that is. So new mood is a is a it's a fully plant based thing. Okay. But um, you take it before bed. It's the five HTP, the L tryptophan in it. You wake up in a great mood in the morning. Okay. It's a so you've heard of happy pills? Yes, I have. These actually work though because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> and I'm always in a bad mood, but whenever I take new mood before I go to bed, I wake up in a great mood, and my wife thanks me too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> now, you as a as a performance athlete, you should definitely check out on it and check out Shroom Tech Sport. I'll definitely check that out for sure, man. Because, again, all plant based. Okay. 
Now, Shroom Tech Sport is cordyceps mushrooms. Have you ever heard of cordyceps mushrooms? No. Okay. So I can't remember the country, but cordyceps mushrooms, they grow in the hills up there, and the cows were up there eating them. Okay. And now we're talking like way up in the mountains and they're eating these mushrooms and they're like, well, how the hell are these cows getting up? They shouldn't be able to get up there because they shouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah. Cordyceps mushrooms. Ah, okay. Right. So this is the, the sport shroom tech sport energy and endurance. I take this before I go to the gym. It's like a pre-workout, but you don't get any of the nasty jitters. Okay. So onit.com forward slash TFS podcast, and you guys will save 10% on any of your purchases. Now, I see you got a little bit of scruff on the bottom here. You're going to grow that out a little bit? Man, I, the thing is, my, my beard is not like not, not like yours, man. I wish I could have a beard like that. Mine's grows in kind of patches, bro. Bro, you use the Tough Canuck Beard Company beard okay. oil. They'll <laughs> fix that shit for you. I'm telling you right now, they'll okay. fix it. Okay. Tough Canuck Beard Company, toughcanuckbeardcompany.ca. Go check them out. All right. Um, okay, my next question is, do you know anything about CBD? Heard of it, like the, I guess, like, you know, weed oil, whatever, but I, I have never tried it. So CBD, I use it on a regular basis, does not get you high. Okay. CBD is the counteractive to THC. So if you take yeah. too much THC, you take CBD to sober up. Uh, so guys, Sovereign Extracts. These guys make some of the... I got their shirt on right now, too. Didn't even show you. But they make some of the best CBD products on the planet. I will show you guys okay. the Vaporizer today. Now, Vaporizer, they are good for your lungs. They're not... It's not like smoking a goddamn cigarette. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If you guys Google anything about marijuana and your lungs, you're going to see some nasty shit. Yeah. When you use a Vaporizer, it turns that, that oil into a water vapor. So it's basically like the steam coming off the pot... Uh, when okay. you're boiling broccoli or anything like that. Yeah. doesn't yeah. affect your lungs or your breathing. But CBD is the greatest thing that I've come across in my life. It's changed my life. Nice. So check out Sovereign Extracts. I'm, I'm done with my sponsors, I think, for today, Shaq. You want to get okay. the fuck out of here? You can go buy some new shorts. Yeah, bro. <laughs> okay. Last thing, last thing I'm going to tell everybody. Bad guy boxing hats. If you send me some Donnybrook stuff, I'll send you some bad guy stuff, Shaq. You Bro, can, let's make that trade, baby. Let's make that trade. You can piss Dario off. Because he'll be angry. <laughs> Guys, this is the purple and pink hat. All proceeds for this hat will go to breast cancer. I love that, man. I love that. So if you go to uh, finalshoppodcast.com, these are 40 bucks. These things cost me $13 to make the rest of the proceeds after the hats are paid for. We'll go to breast cancer. Nice. Unfortunately, I'm not a millionaire or I would just donate the $40, but I got to I gotta at least make my money back on the hats. But the rest, even if it's 25 cents, guys, 25 cents matters. For sure. So go over to the finalshoppodcast.com, purchase yourself a bad guy breast cancer hat, and uh, we'll try to make some stuff happen. Shaq, thank you Yo. very much for coming on the show, man. You just made a new fan. I'm a fan now. Oh, man, I appreciate that, man. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I can get you to like me more than Dario one day. <laughs> hey, Dario's kind of a fucking cocksucker, too. So, like, <laughs> you, you never know. Yeah, We might become better friends than Dario. But All right, man. Listen, bro, good luck on December 1st. Thank you. I hope you'll be watching. I hope it's a fucking draw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will be watching. Thank you for your time. Thank you to your lovely girlfriend for putting up with me for the last hour. 
Have a have a fantastic <laughs> day, day, guys. We'll talk to you later, brother. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it, man. All right. Peace.